Once again to the Road to Freedom podcast. I'm Patrick. And I'm Matt. And last time we uh, went over numbers one and two, I believe, of six reasons libertarians should reject the non-aggression principle article by Matt Zawalinski on libertarianism.org. Of course, uh, you can find that in the show notes as you could last time. And uh, we um, think we did a pretty decent job of uh, that the non-aggression principle doesn't... um, uh, prohibit all types of pollution or um, just exactly what his argument was uh, his second argument was it prohibits small harms for large benefits um, which seems to miss the the point of uh, the non-aggression principle as well and so we're on to number three uh, all or nothing attitude towards risk he says the uh, NEP clearly implies that it's wrong for me to shoot you in the head I think we can all agree on that yep but to borrow an example from David Friedman, what if I merely run the risk of shooting you by putting one bullet in a six-shot revolver, spinning the cylinder, aiming it at your head, and squeezing the trigger? What if it's not one bullet, but five? Of course, everything we do imposes some risk of harm on innocent persons. We run this risk when we drive on the highway. What if we suffer a heart attack or become distracted, or when we fly airplanes over populated areas? Most of us think that some of these risks are justifiable, while others are not, and that the difference between them has something to do with the size and likelihood of the risk harm, the importance of the risk activity, and the availability and cost of lesser activities. But considerations like this carry zero weight in the NAP's absolute prohibition on aggression. That principle seems compatible with only two possible rules. Either all risks are permissible, because they are not really aggressions until they actually result in harm, or none are because they are, and neither of these seem sensible. First of all, pointing any type of gun at somebody even is unloading. an act of aggression. Even unloaded. And it's illegal. It's brandishing. Uh, Driving a car at somebody, you, the person doesn't have to wait for you to hit them to take action against you. You, you are acting aggressive towards them, and if you're putting a gun up to, to my head with one, six five zero bullets that is an act of aggression that's not risk yeah that's aggression because i mean i even if you put an unloaded weapon to my head and i don't know it's unloaded first of all you're not gonna i'm not gonna allow you to point any gun at my head but then if i see you drop one bullet into a revolver and do the russian roulette thing spin it close it and we now neither of us know where that bullet is You've aggressed against me, and if I'm armed, I might just take you out right there because I that that bullet could be the next one in the chamber. Yeah, and I don't believe in revolvers, so uh, my yeah. my my clip fed gun, right? Yeah, my my Glock with, <laughs> you know, fifteen plus one is definitely going to trump your yeah your six shooter with a bullet in it. And yes, it's magazine, not not clip. Yeah, we were just making fun of yes. That. Um. So okay, uh, ha- having. Uh, a circus act where you, the participant, are uh, told to stand up next to some boards and the snipe thrower is going to throw knives against you. Uh, if you haven't agreed to it, it's an act of aggression. There doesn't For have sure. to be contact made. 
there has to be a, a, a even if you're the most skilled person imminent threat yeah there there is some aggression towards you you're in a situation that you did not um agree to nor are you likely to agree to it um uh after the fact or saying now that i fully understand why i'm staying in front of this wooden board um you know i'm i'm uh i'm, I'm completely okay with it now if you agree to it and you're standing in your skimpy outfit and you know po- posing for the audience because uh you know it's your your significant other throwing knives at you then yeah perfectly fine not an act of aggression yeah it's like if uh it's like when you see the, the videos of the the dumb guys um at bars where they just put their hand on a dartboard yeah and they're not even looking at it they just they they're trying to show their how their cojones um and um, and someone throws a dart. They, I mean, they're willingly putting their hand up. No one's holding their hand against it. So that's not an act of aggression. If you, if if I'm at a bar and somebody's pinning me against a wall and forcibly putting my hand up there while they're throwing darts at it, that's yeah. an act of aggression. There's two acts of aggression, right? Yeah, there. they're they're even if they miss. Yeah, even if they miss, it's the it's the fact that they could have thrown it. So right there, it's the fact that you put a gun to my head and there's a bullet in it. You could have shot me and killed me. Um, neither of us know where that bullet is. Even if you pull the trigger and it doesn't, you, if there was, if there's a bullet in there, since there is a bullet in that gun somewhere, I mean, you're at, you're, you're, yeah. you're attempted murder at that point. And it's way different than the possibility of, uh, being in a car accident or having a plane plane fly over your house. Yeah. That's a risk that it's just like, it's just like living in a floods area. Yeah. We're by getting into our cars, we're all taking that risk that we could get an accident and now an act of aggression you could argue is a drunk driver you know they're willingly right. not yeah. in full control of their car going out or or I mean some idiot with road rage that tries to force you off the road that's an act of aggression with their car but the fact that we all get into our cars every day you get into a plane that flies over areas yes planes do go down every now and then but I don't think anybody in reality other than this guy um is thinking that it's an act of aggression in uh, the whole flight path of that flight mm-hmm. by flying over there. Right. And again, aggression, th- there has to be some um, forethought of malice as well. Uh, un- unless if you're nose diving the plane into the ground, yeah. there's no act of aggression by it occurring. Like you said, uh, b- building your house in a floodplain, um, you know, building your, your, uh, uh, family fortune and and sticking under a mattress and then uh um putting that mattress in the middle of a redwood forest in california is a, a some risk that you wanted to take yeah same thing with bungee jumping now it's different if someone's uh tampered with the bungee cord or negligent yeah so so there could be uh a, a, a violation of property rights which is a basis for the non-aggression principle um, but the, the this this I mean uh, we, we were talking about this it seems like this is someone who's trying to write an opposition article and is pulling at straws to, to get this 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 is probably out of the six is is one of the worst ones that I think he he yeah. tries to make the point driving so flying, like, I, really? I understand risk but he's right risk is not risk is not a um, a form of aggression nope. but Putting a, a, a loaded gun to somebody's head, wh- whether or not, it, let's say it's 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 fully loaded and uh, has a faulty trigger 60% of the time. 
it's still an act of aggression unless you agreed upon it. I mean, shoot, even if you put, if the other person, the other party getting a gun put in them doesn't know, even if you put, you know, a gun full of blanks up to somebody's head, uh, mm. you know, mm-hmm. you're going to get shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, that that's a fully agreed upon act of, of, of aggression by people. Yeah. So uh, I know I like how he takes, uh, he starts off with a, a, a legit weapon getting pointed at you with bullets in it and then even makes the dive of, um, you know, driving and flying and, and the, and the, what if we suffer a heart attack or become distracted while driving? Well, again, that he has it right. That's a risk, but it's not right. Aggression. And, and you could still ask compensation, compensation for someone driving into your vehicle who had a heart attack and, yeah. and insurance takes care of, yeah. takes but care of that. I'm not going to, if, if I get into an accident or if, if a guy has a heart attack and he hits me and, and you know, I get an injury from it, then, yeah, his insurance should cover it. But also, I'm not going to look at it as, oh, man, you know, that guy had an act of aggression yeah. against me. You're he not had a flipping heart attack. Pull, pull him out of the car and start punching yeah, him, him punch, in the face. Punch him in the face while he's having a heart attack yeah. because, cause, you know, his heart decided to aggress upon me by by knowing where he was and, and steering the car. Like, no, this right. guy's just grasping at yeah. straws. Uh, th- this is almost a, a, a butterfly effect type type deal by saying any action that you do um, uh, could is a risk, and risk is either uh, fully allowable and, or, or, or not fully allowable. Yeah, like, like if I'm walking down a dirt it's road not, and, it's I not kick, aggression. <laughs> and I kick a rock, am I aggressing upon the road because eventually that rock is where I kicked is going to become a pothole eight, ten years down the road and, and, and then uh, someone gets in an accident and then veers off the road and accidentally hits a, a person walking yeah. on the other side. Like we could go all day with these yeah. kind of, but things. I mean, if you could prove it, you could ask for compensation, yeah. but is it aggression? No. Like, no, I was bored walking down the street and I kicked a rock. Yeah. yeah there's, there's no, I kicked there. a rock out of the street. Yeah. I don't know this. That was a crazy thing. I just went off on there, but it's, it's it's not even as crazy as this guy is so far. We'll still it, it I'm seems. still be open minded about yeah. it. Uh, number four, no prohibition of fraud. Libertarians usually say that violence may legitimately be used to prevent either force or fraud, but according to the NAP, the only legitimate use of force is to prevent or punish the uh, the initiatory use of physical violence by others. And uh, let me pause here and just say that. Uh, that might be your your uh, caveat that you're adding, but I don't think other people would add. Um, physical violence is what we kind of um, ramp up to, but it could also be fraud, which is why we say it's to prevent either force or fraud. Uh, but I digress and go on. And fraud is not physical violence. True. If I tell you that the painting you want to buy is a genuine Renoir, and it's not, I have not physically aggressed against you. But if you buy it, find out it's fake, and then send the police or your protective agency over to my house to get your money back, then you are the aggressor aggressing against me. So not only does a prohibition on fraud not follow from the NAP, it is not even compatible with it, since the use of force to prohibit fraud itself constitutes the initiation of physical violence. And I think we were talking about that last episode. Yeah. Is um, you have a right once your Con- contract is violated to seat repercussions yeah. and and if you have a good contract then the police force or the, um, protective, the agency. protective agency uh can be step number six it can be um you know a, a, a kind of like what um 
uh, not eBay, um, PayPal has. Uh, so they hold your money in trust. They give um, money that they own to the, the, the person. And you can say, oh, nope, uh, this wasn't what I thought it was. And they give you your money back and then they try and get their money back from the, the seller. Well, and yeah, it's, I mean, if this person is knowingly, if they're telling you it's a real Renoir and, uh, and they're, and they know it's a fake, so they're knowingly selling you a fake, um, then, I mean, then you have every right to go back and, uh, in, in this case, use your form of aggression, but it's really, it's, it's, it's defending it. Right. You're defending, you spent your hard earned money on that. They, it's a they duped right. you, they yeah. frauded you. Mm-hmm. So, Hey, I want my money back or I want the real Renoir. Right. At, at, again, at the basis of the non-aggression principle is the, uh, assumption of property rights. Do you own your own body? Yes. Do you own the product of your own labor? Yes. Therefore to defraud somebody is to aggress against in, in in a fraudulent sense, not in a physical violence sense. Yeah. Um, a, against a person's property. Yeah. Uh, so you've 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 defrauded in in a in a sense to um to violate a contract, and a contract is just um a a um, set of of agreements that uh happen uh with somebody's either uh, body or their um the the product of of their body so when you enter into a contract with your employer uh, i agree to to give you eight hours of my labor for this um, uh, type of labor and you agree to pay me this amount when that doesn't happen you're not aggressing upon the person by suing them and you're not aggressing upon them by having a um a a collection agency put a lien on on their on their business or or what have you. Yeah. There, there's no active aggression there. Again, is it legitimate or is it illegitimate? Non-aggression principle says what is the proper use of violence, and is it a legitimate use of violence like protection, or is it an illegitimate use of violence like I want this, give me, give me, give me. Yeah. So I want this, give me, give me, give me is true if it is mine or. I, I wanted uh, this product and I didn't end up with that product that we agreed upon exchange. You told me you'd give me a Renoir and uh, it ended up being a Renat. Yeah. <laughs> so not a form of aggression. Uh, and the the not, not aggression principle, yes, we, we, we do tend to talk about force, but that's because a lot of times we're using it against a, a state action, which has the threat of force behind it. So yes, usually we are talking about force, but sometimes that's why people do say it's either to prevent force or fraud because fraud is a violation of property rights. Yeah. That's why it's interesting that this guy says, you know, in the article, according to the NAP, the only legitimate use of force is to prevent or punish the initiatory use of physical violence on others. It's like, that's not, I mean, it's, it's not all just about, physical violence like you don't i mean it's it's i don't know. well like the guy, gun one that, that's not physical violence but uh it could lead to very badness and you don't have to wait for the bullet to penetrate your skull in order to go okay now i can take action yeah it's just uh, this guy i don't think did much but, but research on the nap he's a philosopher all philosophers are smart and correct and true yeah okay Number five, uh, parasitic 
on the theory of property. Even if the NAP is correct, it cannot serve as a fundamental principle of libertarian ethics. Why? Because its meaning and normative force are entirely parasitic on the underlying theory of property. Suppose A is walking across an empty field when B jumps out of the bushes and clubs A on the head. It certainly looks like B is aggressing against A in this case, but on the libertarian view, whether this is so depends entirely on the relevant property rights, specifically who owns the field. If it's B's field and A was crossing it without B's consent, then A was the one who was actually aggressing against B. Thus, aggression on the libertarian view doesn't really mean physical violence at all. It means violation of property rights. But if that's true, then the NAP focus on aggression and violence is at best superfluous and at worst misleading. It is the enforcement of property rights, not the prohibition of aggression that is fundamental to libertarianism. And again, I, he's he's getting this wrong. Yeah. It's it's not an either or. It's and, an if and. And it's and the NAP is not a prohibition of aggression. That's what I was saying earlier. Like it, it mm-hmm. this guy sounded like this whole article he sounds like he thinks libertarians aren't allowed to use any aggression at all if they believe the NAP and it's like there's no pro- prohibition of aggression like I said before we're allowed to use it if you've aggressed upon me I can use whatever means of aggression or fair means of aggression back on you I mean like if you, like you said earlier like if you if I just bump into you in the in the hallway that wasn't really aggression I can't haul off and punch you in the face but you know if somebody punches me in the face I have the right to then, you know, go back on them and use the same, if not more, use of force. Right to 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 stop them to, from to aggressing upon, upon you again. Yeah. So right. and, and this is this it's a, yeah like you said it's an either or it's ridiculous to that it's just hey you know B is it's B's field he's hiding in a bush because he sees A walk across his property and his go to is to club him over the head. How about first you say hey what are you doing on my property? Yeah. Whatever happened to that? Like, why did we we would say this is a form of aggression? Yeah, because the proportionality, the, yeah, the proportionality of it uh, doesn't seem, at least in in the information provided, doesn't seem to be proportionate to to the action uh, taken. Yeah. So if it, it'd be one thing to say, uh, I told him not to come on. If he did come on, I was going to uh, club him over the head. He came on to my property and said he was going to uh, steal my cattle. That's when. I aggressed upon him. Yeah. And is he a repeat there's, offender? There's, you there's know? a legitimate use of force. There's a lot of questions that could be yeah. had in this one. However, like you can't just club somebody over the head because they're walking through your field. First of all, do they do they know it's yours? Yeah. And and uh, do they know that they're not supposed to be there? There are there are mitigating factors to it. It's this this um this situation isn't clear-cut enough to say this is a, a legitimate use or not legitimate use of force yeah. so if we think about um the police there might be especially in ohio you have a legal right to um to um, shoot and and kill police officers if they are um illegally carrying out um your kidnapping and and doing it incorrectly however um there may be um, uh, situations, and definitely are, where a police officer is uh, walking up to your door to, to knock on your door to ask uh, ask you a question. And so, is he trespassing? Well, no, because you haven't asked him to leave. Even if there are no trespassing signs? Well, no, 
unless if you legitimately don't want people coming up to your door and knocking, you shouldn't have a walkway or anything like that, or it, yeah. it should be made abundantly clear that that's not what you want. So th- this type of um, parasitic on the theory of property, it, it it's not it's not an either or. It's it's a both and. Yeah, and he covers aggression. Yeah, and property rights. Right. So is is it a fundamental principle? It's a fundamental principle in that it exists at, at the same time with property rights because that's where it's derived from. Um, and then where does uh, body autonomy come from? Well, then you either have the natural law that just says by the by the uh, kind of the objective view by the by the byproduct of you being a rational being that you own. Uh, yourself and your the product of your labor or you kind of have the divine right theory that we're all made in the image of God and so we're imbued with uh, certain uh, uh, rights and and, and um, uh, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say definitely rights or, or um, oh I don't have another good word for it but rights will suffice in this um, where you have um have a, a, an agreed upon, uh, not an even agreed upon, a a inalienable uh, is the best word I can pull out of it. Um, uh, d- design uh, that that says that you own your own body and and um, the the products of your labor. And number six, number six, I I almost can't believe this one's here because it's literally says, "What about the children?" Right there, though, is he <laughs> insinuating that the NAP forgets all about children? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so you can do whatever you want to your child. You can kill them if you want to because it's your property. Let's no, see where that's this not what one he goes. says. It's one thing to say that aggression against others is wrong. It's quite another to say that it's it's the only thing that's wrong or the only wrong that is properly subject to prevention or rejection by force. But taken to its consistent extreme, as Murray Rothbard took it, the NAP implies that there is nothing wrong with allowing your three-year-old son to starve to death so long as you do not forcefully prevent him from obtaining food on his own. Or at the least, it implies that it would be wrong to, for others to say, trespass on your property in order to give the child you're deliberately starving, that you're deliberately starving a piece of bread. This, I think, is fairly devastating reductio of the view that positive duties may never be coerced in uh, be coercively enforced that it was F- Rothbard himself who presented the reductio without apparently realizing the absurdity to which he had walked rather boggles the mind you know what it's true this guy totally changed my mind you know let's yeah. get rid of the NAP now because yeah. you want to starve your child yeah I mean hey put food in front of him he doesn't want to eat yeah. I'm, I'm clearly just going to sit there and not let him eat I mean I don't have kids but you know if if my, my dog or my cats don't eat I, I don't just like say well, I mean, sometimes I say, okay, I guess you're not going to eat right now, but I make sure they eat eventually. Like, I make sure they eat that day. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, my dog just hasn't eaten in two weeks, so it's his fault he died. I put I put food down there. Like, yeah. that's just, it, where did this guy get this? Well, and I, th- this is the one that I think a lot of people who know somewhat of Murray Rothbard always points to and say, ah, oh, do you agree with this? And I think most libertarians don't agree with uh, Rothbard on this although there are people like uh, Dr. Walter Block who um, tends to make this assertion uh, when it comes to the issue of abortion and um, 
and uh, unfortunately, I I it, I almost think it's uh, it's not as severe uh, what Rothbard was saying, but at the same time, let's let's just assume that it's true. Taking this same logic, I cannot prevent uh, a burglar who comes in uh, from uh, putting a gun up to my family's uh, uh, body. I can't prevent that person from pulling the trigger because he hasn't aggressed upon me. He's only threatening my wife or my children. So I I have to wait until I'm physically aggressed. Yeah, you got to sit there and yeah. watch your family be killed. Yeah. Oh, oh guns pointed at me now. Yeah. Now I can shoot it. Yeah. Now Woo! now I can Thank finally. Thank goodness I'm alive. Use for. But again, the non-aggression principle. When is it proper to use force or the threat of force against somebody? If if. I knowingly trespass against somebody to save somebody's life. I will take whatever punishment it is for trespassing yeah. in order to save their life. I, I say, take me to court right now, yeah. and, and no jury of my peers is 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 gonna mm-hmm. is gonna find me guilty because I say, hey, I knew this kid was starving, um, and the parents weren't getting kids to eat, so I I trespassed and uh, I I admit I did that, but I fed this kid like. Right. Go ahead and throw me in jail if you want. I don't. I mean, I'll feel good about it. Yeah. Oh, a year. Uh, you know, give me a year in jail, and I'm going to sit there quietly. Right. And I did the right thing. And th- there's, there's an agreement. So, uh, not to to fully tie this to the abortion argument, but um, one that's made from kind of a libertarian point of view that we can apply here is um, by having a child, y- you agree to certain um, responsibilities. Um, that you would have uh, because they are dependent on you for survival. It would be the same like if I had a private plane and I took you up into my plane 20,000 feet and I said, mm, my property, get out. Nope, I've put you in that situation, so yeah. now I'm responsible to get the you to an The fact that you're t- trespassing area. me. At 20,000 feet is an act of aggression upon me. Right. So I have the right, once you open that door, to kick you out. Mm -hmm. So if you're starving your child, uh, am am I uh, actively aggressing upon you uh, to come and take that child? Uh, No, I'm not aggressing upon you, nor am I aggressing upon the child. I'm coming and taking that child uh, from you because you've you've neglected your responsibility um, uh, for, for... uh, a, a moral creature who has the same uh, moral rights as you, and if I trespass, that's a lower form. And if you threaten me, I will gladly take any punishment, even if it's including um, uh, harming you to to save a child from starvation, because you're just refusing to. Um, if you're advocating your your responsibility as a parent, and I think this is one of those things where you know. We we hear the horror stories of uh, of you know the um, child protective services coming in and just oh you know there's garbage here that there's they're looking for excuses to just come in and and without warrant question your children take them away and they have court orders and all they have to say is you know oh with 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 my experience then I uh, I've concluded that there's a hostile environment here but um, you can have private agencies that say here's some objective standards where we can go in and clearly demonstrate to, you know, uh, a, a court or similar type of court to, um, 
to show that uh, parents of, of children um, have have stopped their support, like trying to push them out of a plane. You're not you're not aggressing upon uh, the pilot to to have a helicopter fly up next to it and um, try and stop the the pilot from pushing somebody else out of it. You, if if you're in a field and um, someone tells you that you're trust you you have to get off their property, you have to allow that person time and ability to get off their property. Yeah. You can't just all of a sudden say, "Up, oh, I told them to say, get away." Yeah, get now off I can my break property, out the club. I, I can shoot them. Club them on the head. Yeah. No, like you have to give them an opportunity right. to leave. So again, the legitimate use of force is it legitimate to go in and aggressive upon someone to save somebody else? I, I will say yes and. I think whatever justice system is available to the libertarian at, at that point um, would it would not be the case. It, just just as similar as if you found uh, uh, a person who's drowning and knocked unconscious per, by performing CPR on them, you're not getting their consent. Mm-hmm. They're unable to consent, but at the same time, you uh, are are morally able to. Um, uh, uh, Aggress isn't even the right word because there's no aggression there. To violate their property, aka putting hands on them yeah. to save their life. In theory, you know, if you're doing CPR, right, you're probably breaking a few ribs. But you know, would you rather be alive or with a couple cracked ribs or, or dead in the river? Yeah. Uh, anything more for these ones? No, I think um, he's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, so there's more of. Uh, to be said about each of these he goes on uh libertarians haven't written much about the issue of pollution etc etc libertarian urging the folks and i have no doubt that given sufficient time they can think up a host of ways to tweak tinker and contextualize the nap in a way that makes some progress in dealing with the problems i have raised in this essay but he says we should just abandon it completely and it uh, it should be no basis for how we act he he has a utilitarian standpoint which means it's got to be the most good for the for the most number of people or for the, 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 the biggest problem with utilitarianism is how do you measure the most good? Yeah. You know, uh, you, you, um, kill 50 people or 49 people to save 51, but those 51 are all, you know, uh, criminals. Yeah. N- n- uh, people who've murdered other people. Rapists. <laughs> you know, you've now killed 49 law abiding citizens. Yeah. To save, to save 51 rapists. There, here's a wrench in your utilitarianism. Well, <laughs> yeah. it's got to be this or yeah. that. It's never this or the, that the, in the, the real world anyway. The, that's the problem with utilitarianism is there's too many variables. And by, by if, if I were to give him uh, a, a situation like 51 or 49 people, who, who do you choose without then saying, oh, you've killed 49 yeah. people and all those were good kind people who are yeah. working on the cure for cancer everybody's nice grandma yeah make sure you yeah. never go hungry yeah you just saved 51 rapists uh you know is is that a deciding factor in it okay so it's not just a numbers thing okay so then yeah. is it uh, morality well what if those 51 rapists are reform rapists yeah, we and go all down, man. yeah it's just like everything he all, every, all six choices he had it was a this or that there was he didn't allow any variables and we all know it's it's never black or white sometimes it's black and white and there's a lot of gray like there's 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 a lot of things in there that he just kind of floats over Uh, and again it the the nep answers the question when is force uh legitimate (laughs) when should it be used and he 
he doesn't answer it. And even utilitarian doesn't seem to answer it. Um, the, the, the most, the most good with the most benefit, uh, with, with the least amount of harm. Um, you could make some cobulation of that into the non-aggression principle and non-aggression principle has within it of itself as, as a principle is also property rights. And that's why fraud is the case. And, and, um, these, um, uh, objections he has to the NAP doesn't seem quite muster us um, doing anything but tweaking and tinkering and contextualizing which um, you think he'd want he, us he to wants. tweak when we need to be yeah so I think that um, that probably goes um, uh, through the article fairly well I'm sure there are probably uh, many other uh, people out there that have written against this because it seems odd to me that on libertarianism.org uh, that um, that they were the ones that shared um, shared this but uh, you know at the same time I think it's a good um, a good idea to, to, to question someone's basic uh, assumptions and see if they they still stand uh, this one's from April 8th 2013 um, and uh, I'm curious to see what uh, other people would have to say here but, yeah um, and in case Matt Zewalinski is listening you know Feel free to message us. Yeah. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Looks like you are too. So, um, <laughs> you know, come back to us with, with, with what you think now, because that was a while ago. People can change their minds. Yeah. Even you did not NAP, change ours, though. Even if the NAP is correct, it cannot serve as a fundamental principle of libertarian ethics. And he would have to say uh, what does, and he would uh, he needs a better reason other than uh, let's let's even say that these are correct. Um, in, in some fashion, um, you still have to answer when should force be used and, and how, how do you, um, uh, guarantee property rights? And, uh, th these questions don't seem to, um, to, to answer those questions, uh, yeah, by putting anything new up. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing with this article. Well, not, that's one of the bigger things with this article is that he doesn't, he tells us we need to reject the non-aggression principle, but he doesn't tell us what we should use in place from the sounds of it. He wants utilitarianism. Um, cause he, he, he seems to use a lot of examples from that, but he never, he doesn't end the article with like, Hey, so I just gave you reasons to reject it. Here's what you should accept from something else. Yeah. There, to put there in place. Of the in place. Non yeah. You can't just tell people like, Hey, you guess what? Libertarians, non-aggression principle yeah. is a, a farce and you're right. dumb for believing in it. And, and now you need to believe you, you and it's like okay well what do i believe in now well i don't know yeah well you even smack this down and say uh nep is dead uh it's it's completely fine to use aggression whenever you want to well okay then that's at least an argument because you know the, you, you've you've said when when is uh, when should violence be used uh ethically whenever i want to because um uh i only have one life to live and um, yolo th th this is this is um this is all I get, and I, I should be able to um, do whatever I want to uh, maximize my my benefit, my pleasure, and uh, th this is the best way that I view. And certain people have that. Certain people have that. That that's why the the argument of um, morality is is um, still argued about in philosophy. Um, I, I think there are some good arguments for why there is objective morality, um, but that's a another topic. Um, but. Uh, uh, he, 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 he I, w I wish there was a at least a link to another article that says go here for 
for what should take its place, but we don't yeah. get that. Yeah, no follow-up article. Yeah. But maybe there's one out there, so if you see it, uh, definitely link us, and uh, that can be another we episode. Might, we'll, we'll, we might just try to search for it on the Googles, too. So Yes. Um, okay, so that's it for this episode, and uh, that's the end of our non-aggression principle kind of series that we were doing, so we'll figure out something to do next time, and um, uh, we'll try and always... Um, uh, do what the purpose of this uh, podcast was in- intended to do was how to apply it from a, uh, a local perspective. So uh, I think um, ha- having a non-aggression principle, again, makes you a good neighbor. Uh, it makes other people around you good neighbors. Uh, you're able to know um, how-, how to be uh, ethical, how to um, come to resolutions because uh, the use of force is is kind of a last resort system and it has to be a legitimate use. So. That's it for uh, for this episode. So thanks for joining us. Uh, always, you can find us on uh, the YouTubes, the Facebooks, the uh, Stitchers, the Tweeters. Yeah, all, all of them. Yeah, uh, definitely check out our our Twitter, um, Road to Freedom Podcast, and um, we're always posting some spicy memes. So um, extra spice. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. And uh, I don't know what our next episode will be, but maybe we'll crack open a book and and. Um, See, see, uh, Maybe we'll put things on a dartboard and just throw darts at it. <laughs> yeah, f- f- figure out what our next topic is that way, by chance. Or, you know, if there are people out there listening, you could always, you know, shoot us a message. And, yeah, and, and, come on. The four of you, you yeah. know you're dying to, to give us All of our do. fan out there, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you could always give us topics. We're always, we're always up for that. Yeah. All right, everyone, thanks for joining us. And as always, live radically and live free. And legalize it.